Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to 2023 and season four of the Advantage Connors podcast. You didn't think we'd make it this long, but here we are. It's a new year. As always, your host, Brett Connors, here with my co-host, Jimmy Connors. What's going on? Season four. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, I think I think there was a lot of naysayers at the beginning, but uh, here we are still going. I, I still go back to our, our very first pod, Brett, that, uh, with, with Mike Tyson, which you know, uh, I think it's still one of, uh, I know it's one of my favorites, but, uh, you know, hopefully still, you know, one of our listeners' favorites too. And he got us started and here we are January 4th, 2023 and off we go again. Right. Pay the over all the naysayers. I think, uh, who bet the under, oh, here we are season four coming at you. It's a rainy day. It's a gloomy day here in LA and, and I'm guessing up in Santa Barbara as we are awaiting the arrival of the bomb cyclone to hit Northern mm. California. Sounds kind of exciting in a way. What do you think? Well, yeah, but as long as I'm not in it, right? it sounds exciting. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's either feast or famine here. And, uh, uh, you know, over the past seven, seven years or so, we've had a drought and, you know, all our reservoirs, our lakes, everything are way, way, way down. And, you know, leading into the our rainy season up here usually starts in, you know, October or November. We have uh, had a very good rainy season so far. And now with this coming, I think we're supposed to get another on and off for, you know, 10 days or so mm -hmm. with uh, with this good storm. But, uh, you know, that passes through California. What do you think that's doing to the mountains in the days when you and your mom and your sister, we used to go up to uh, Beaver Creek and, and do some skiing? Could you imagine the great snow up there? Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, I'm guessing Mammoth and, and Tahoe and everything up there is getting... Uh getting drenched in some good snow. I, I kind of like the snow. I, I'm a little jealous. I want to drive up there and play around in it, but uh, it's a little scary. You said that the drought, Lake Kachuma, which is the lake near Santa Barbara, that gives us a lot of our water up there, pretty bone dry. Uncle Mike went fishing with our boy, Matt yep. Noretto. Good buddy, shout yep. out, Matt Noretto. Took him fishing. Hey, he had a great time, but he said that the water levels were, were pretty low. So hopefully this will replenish that and uh, fill it up and uh, give us a little more water. Well, I know Matt, uh, Matt was excited when 
he saw the the amount of rain we were so, supposed to get, uh, you know, now and, and through the end of the rainy season. And and he invited Uncle Mike back out in in uh, March or April, so so they can go uh, fishing again when nice. uh, when the water level rises. And they caught a couple fish anyway. So uh, just think if uh, they had another opportunity, it'd be good fun. Yeah, well, might have to go out there with him next time and uh, and and throw a line in and see what we catch. But uh, so New Year's. Uh, real quick, just wanted to wrap that up. Uh, we went down to Irvine, saw my man Tim Dillon, a comedian. Uh, we saw the Late Show, so we rang in the New Year with the the Late Show with him on stage and, and another comedian, really funny dude. Uh, you should check him out. He's got a podcast and he's one of the best stand up comics out there. And then we just kind of hung out. We went and drove around Newport Beach. Uh, we went and got some good Vietnamese food. Uh, we mm. took Bella on some good walks near the beach. And uh, we just kind of laid low for a couple of days, and and now we're we're back up and back to work and uh, in the new year. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about is this time of year. It's all about New Year's resolutions, right? Everyone's like, well, I you know ate bad over the holidays and this and that, and I've been you know slacking mm-hmm. on this and that. So everyone uses the new year, kind of this fake new thing, as a way to like springboard themselves into a new you, a better you. And what yeah, I- they they usually last only about two or three weeks. You know, if, uh, if, if you look at it, because, you know, you come through and then and then all of a sudden you get into this new year and you've got this this new mindset and, and these new resolutions. And but then all of a sudden your year kind of goes back to the way last year was and mm-hmm. the year before was, you know, you kind of get caught up in, in the same routine. You, you know, you go to work or you, you know, take whatever, whatever your day uh, happens to be like, you get kind of caught up in that same feeling the same routine and, and it's tough to stick by them mm-hmm. and, and to stay with it. So, uh, and I, I kind of, you know, kind of know what, what you're saying because I, you know, I kind of stick to it every, every year because, you know, I'm trying to keep that one word that, that I always uh, talk about, you know, on the podcast with you, Brett, and that's discipline in, uh, in my life. And because I was so disciplined when I played tennis and, you know, with my, you know, with my workouts and with my sleeping habits and with, you know, just everything that kind of allowed me to play the best tennis that I could. But I am going to say this, and and I'm saying it on the podcast. <laughs> I have made a New Year's resolution. Oh, and 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 I I don't know how long I'm going to stick with it, but I'm going to give it a go. At least and, at least two or three weeks, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm going longer than that because I'm three days into it now. Okay, already. Okay, what is it? And, and I'm, I'm quitting drinking. Uh oh. Yep. Say it ain't so. Yep. Uh, and and so uh, I'm I'm going to do it because it, it's uh, number number one is uh, you know when I, when I was playing and I, I'm going to explain it as best as I could. I I barely had a drink. I'd have a glass of wine or a beer or whatever, but that was it. But it seems that I got caught up in a in a in a habit of of every time after I played golf or every time I would come home and you know, and, and be sitting around either playing backgammon with your mom or trying to cook dinner or do things like that. And so I just, you know, and, and, and I kept saying that, okay, I'm not going to do it. And it just kept sucking me in. You know, it's, a, you know, it's the line in the Godfather, just when you thought you were out, they just pulled me back in. It just kept doing that to me. So that's my new year's resolution. Now I'm going to give it a go. I like and, it. And see, and see how, how long it lasts. But, uh, but you know, I, I know, I, I know because I've I tried to do it before, and I've, I've gotten through a number of weeks, and and uh, and and I feel better about it, and 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 also, 
uh, I, I think, you know, for, for my health, yeah. uh, I, I think it'd be a lot better for my health too. So I'm, I'm pulling in the reins on that. And, and, uh, and, and I expect you every, every week that we do this podcast to, to ask me how I'm doing. Check in. To check in because that that's uh, that because I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit my you know our listeners. I'm mm-hmm. gonna if I if I fall off the wagon, I'm gonna tell you, God yep. damn it, I fell off the wagon. Yep, and then you, you just know, gotta get but, back uh, on it. Yep. So well, that's 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 my New Year's resolution, and uh, and and uh, I'm sticking to it. That's good. I like it. I'm six and a half years off the sauce, so I can help I, you a little bit with that. Uh, it was a, that should be my inspiration right there. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's not, not, not easy the first little whatever, but eventually it, it gets easier. I think the thing the, to look at is to change the things. Like you said, it became a habit. It became a root part of the routine. You just need to change the part of the routine that usually has the alcohol in it, you know? So like, if you go play golf, just don't go, just leave right when the round's done, you know, for, mm-hmm. for at least for a month or something like that. I don't know. Just, just to well, change I, those I, little I, things. I will say this, that bogey's going to be in great shape. Yeah. A lot of walks. Yeah. Because that's that's when his you know he's gonna he usually goes for a walk in the morning, but he's gonna get walks in the afternoon now too when this rain stops. And because that's that's kind of that's always been my drawing uh, into that is in the afternoon, you know, after the golf or you know before dinner, or whatever. So you know before uh, when that whenever that time comes when I feel that urge, Bogey's gonna get some exercise. So that's <laughs> he's, good. He's gonna he's gonna be in great shape. Yep. Just uh, that, that'd be good. So talk to me. I just want to, it's 2023, put to bed 2022, but um, give me a couple just, I mean, our sports that we talk a lot are tennis and golf. So talk mm-hmm. to me, let's go tennis first. Talk to me about what you think 2023 is going to look like. Well, men's side first. I mean, last year was kind of a little bit of a transition year where Joker won some, and then, you know, mm-hmm. some of the young guys won some, but we don't kind of know, was that because Joker was held out of a lot of those events? You know, is it, are they really ready to take the torch and run? Or is this going to be the, you know, Novak Djokovic kind of revenge tour? Are they is he even going to be allowed to play in a lot of the tournaments? So um, we still have to see all that, but what's your take on, on what this year has to hold for us? Well, I, I think uh, number number one, I, I did see that uh, Djokovic was down in Australia already, so I, I think he's going to be allowed to play Australia yep. uh, if uh, if all goes well. Uh, that that seems to be uh, you know the word around. Uh, you know, does he have something to prove? I would, if that was me, if I was kept out last year and and uh, you know from playing and and sat on the sidelines and watched the tournament you know go on without me and so forth and. and you know, have a, know that he was one of the favorites to win it, you know, and, and to be to have been kept out. If I if I was invited back now this year, I would I'd have a chip on my shoulder, you know, which I had constantly anyway, uh, and and I would have something to prove. Right. So you know, it's gonna it's gonna be, yeah, uh, you know, but but also you got to look at it better. All the all the young guys like uh, Rude and Sinner and Carlos. Alcaraz and you know, all the, a lot of the young guys, they've continued on, you know, and, and, and had a full year last year where Djokovic didn't, you know, he, he played spotty tennis. Uh, I mean, not, not, not uh, success tennis or whatever, but tournaments right. over the course of the year. So, you know, there's, you know, you can practice all you want, but there's nothing like playing those matches. Yeah. So, you know, but it's, it's a new year and, and everybody's coming off a little bit of a break and it's, it's going to be interesting to see who jumps out, uh, you know, and, and gets, gets going, you know, right out of the, right, right out of the new year, as far as, 
playing it in, in the best form that they can. Because, right. you know, Australia, the first major Grand Slam of the year is played so soon, you don't have really time to warm up. Right. You know, to, to play three or weeks. four. Right. Yeah, it's, it's coming very soon. So, uh, you know, but, but I, I got a feeling, you know, the, you know with, uh, with everything that's happened in Tennessee, the amount of money and, and, uh, and the amount of tournaments and, and the, the new young players coming up and, and Nadal and Djokovic still trying to carry the torch for the older guys, I, I think there's going to be a lot to prove on both sides. Yeah. Because the older guys, they don't want to give in yet. You know, they they got a good thing going. They've, they've won 20, 21, 22 Grand Slams, and they want to keep that record going. But the new guys, they've, they've kind of had enough of them. I know I would have if, uh, if, if I would have been 20, 21 years old. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I know a lot of the guys, when I got to be older, brother, they'd had enough of me. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, it's just it, how it is. Yeah, you you want your own is. time when you're young. You want eventually to have your time, you know, and you get sick of the old guys because they've been around and they've had the time and they've had the shine for so long. But a uh, couple of things I want to talk about. The Djokovic playing in Australia at the Open is going to be fascinating TV because, you know, a year ago he was the worst human in the world. I mean, he was the villain mm-hmm. of the universe. Remember a year ago? Yeah. And then now, yeah, that's right. Now things have changed in the world and, and now maybe people are more accepting of him. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how the crowd is split. Are there going to be people who hold that resentment from a year ago? And then are the people who don't give a shit like or whatever. So I, I think that'll be fun. And then uh, you're right. Like him playing a full calendar year, if he can try and get as many events as he can, will be great because now he's going to run into an Alcaraz. You know, he's going to run into a Runa. He's going to run into Rude now, you know, on, you know, on clay. And you know, all these guys who have started to mature with these last couple of years, you mm-hmm. know, full schedules. And then, yeah, and, and and two or three of them in a row, right, right. In, in, in a in a tournament, I mean, to you know, to to win the tournament, he's going to have to beat you know a couple of those young guys coming up every week. Yep. And and funny you know, how it's, it's, it's changed to like it used to be like, well, he's going to have to beat a Joker, and I mean, I mean he's going to have to beat a Nadal and a Fed, or a, a Murray and a Fed, or a Murray and a Nadal. Like you would have to probably go through a couple guys to win a Grand Slam. But right. now it's like, now it's just kind of Nadal and Joker and Nadal will talk about Nadal's lost something like five of six matches. And he, mm. uh, he put a quote out, you know, in press every day that he loses, he goes to press. Everyone immediately starts asking him about retirement, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he said something, I don't have it in front of me. But he's like, you know, you know, you guys keep asking me about retirement just cause I lost, you know, it's like, I just lost, you know I mean? It doesn't mean that what, what I got to quit cause I lost a match, you know, kind of a thing. And it's well, just, but you know, it's, it's the old press deal. They're, they're quick to build you up and to keep you there. But when it's, when they think your time's over, you're out. Right. <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's one of those things. So that, that can also be a good drive, you know, for, sure. for Nadal, you know, to, to go out and, and to prove them wrong and, and to do whatever he can to, to stay around a, a little bit longer at such a high level, like he's produced his whole career, right. career just, just to be able to go out on his own terms. <laughs> that instead of, instead of having the press, you know, sit up there and think that they, they know what it's like to be down there when you're 37, 38 years old. Right. And I mean, if we look at it, he, he's never like a great finisher to seasons. He's, he's never won the year end and I don't think he ever won the Paris indoor. So like some of those losses are just at the tail end of last year. And then, you know, the United cup is this kind of like made up event, you know, kind of like how serious is he even taking it, you know? So in his mm-hmm. mind, he's just going like, wait, I'm the defending AO champion. Like he won it last right. year. He came back right. from two sets down and like 
maybe even like a break point down in the third, something like that to beat Medvedev, you know, at the time was the number one player in the world, I think. So I'd yeah. be a little bit yeah, like, know, I'd, I'd like, be a little like, pissed too. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, every, uh, you know, no, nobody, uh, you know, I, I say it many times that everybody's so excited about telling, uh, telling an athlete, well, he should retire. You know, he's had enough. It's time for him to go, you know, and there's, there's, uh, there's other professions, you know, that go on in, in, uh, around the world that should be told the same thing, but you know, nobody ever brings that up. Right. You know, politicians why, would why be a good that? start. Because, here's why, because, because in tennis and in golf, you're the only guy out there. You know, you, you don't, you, you're, you're not under any umbrella of anybody else helping you or, or can't sub out. No, no, it, it's all you from the first point until it's over. And, and, you know, uh, win or lose, up or down, you know, no matter how the match goes, you know, you're, you're the one responsible for that. I, you know, I like that. You know, I did. I, mean, I played doubles with, uh, you know, with my, with my good friend, Ilya Nastasi for a number of years. And, and, and finally, you know, I, I, I had to stop doing that because uh, I, I, I couldn't. I, I like taking the responsibility for losing and I like taking all the, the accolades for winning. Yeah. Uh, you know, so <laughs> it's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a, a couple of good storylines there. Just just going into Australia with Joker and Nadal. And then um, just talk to me quickly about the women's side. Does anyone mess with Iga? Does she just, does Swiatek, does she just keep rolling along as, as number one player? I mean, I know we've talked about before Barty's the defending champ. She's not here. Since she's right. left, you know, that vacuum has been filled by not another player, but by just more ego. So mm -hmm. what do you think? Does she just keep on dominating? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't she? Uh, you know, if, uh, as long as she doesn't uh, you know, get to the point where she feels that, you know, she doesn't have to go out and work and produce. You know, she certainly has the game, uh, you know, but, you know, getting up uh, match after match and, and uh, to go out and and know that you're you're the one with the bullseye on your back. You know that that should be uh, drive enough to, to you know to want to stay on top. But like in everything everything else, there, there's going to be some. You know what about Coco Golf? What about you know a lot of the uh, the younger American players, players yeah. and and, uh, and international players that are coming up that, that that say, hey, wait a minute. You know the you know a lot of the you know, the, the top players from, you know, two or three or four years ago now are trying to step aside. So maybe it is my turn to step in there. Right. You know, and to be a part of it. I mean, so it, 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 listen, to, there, you can't substitute youth. Right. You know, you, you can have you can have all the experience and, and and they can say, well, look at all the experience that uh, that uh, that Nadal has, you know, but sometimes, you know, by the time you get that experience, you're too old to do anything with it. <laughs> you know, so. That that's why you know when you're young, take advantage of your opportunities and 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 to you know, you know hard work. I mean, tennis. Uh, we say it all the time, Brett. Tennis is a 365 day a year job. Yep. And e even though a lot of the players have had time off, uh, a couple of weeks off or whatever, you know, I, I remember in December. I mean, I, I took time off back in, in in the day, but every day I was working on my game. You know, maybe maybe not the amount of time, but I was training and I, you know, I didn't never wanted to get uh, so far out of shape or so far away from, from, you know, what, what my job was, which was trying to play great tennis mm -hmm. uh, so far away from it that, that I had to take time to rebuild, to get back to where I wanted to be. Right. I, I always wanted to try to stay close to that so that, 
you know, once I played my first tournament or my first match or whatever, that I was, you know, starting to kick into gear right away. Yeah. You know, but that's a different mindset. You know, that's, uh, that was my mindset. Maybe that's maybe not, doesn't fit to a lot of guys, yeah. but, uh, or a lot of, a lot I, of ladies. I think you're right. But it's I, interesting. I think she's going to keep on keeping. I think she's going to keep on going. I don't think anyone's going to challenge her. I think a lot of the tour is playing for second and third ranking right now. And that's like, that's gettable for a lot of players because we've seen a lot of people kind of bubble up, you know, Contavite, Sakari, uh, Owens, you know, like all these different players. We love Jabor. I would love to see her, you know, make a run at number one, but she needs to get a little more consistent in the bigger matches. But it seems like Iga's going to be dominating for, for the for, you know, for foreseeable future. And, and that's good. But like what you were just talking about, like you, cause like a lot of these players, you're, they barely shut down. Like if you follow them on social media, they go from some sort of like event. They all go to the Maldives for like one week or two. They all go to the Maldives. They're all trying to outdo each other on social media with how cool the Maldives looks, which is cool. But then all of a sudden, boom, they're back at it and they're playing in some challenger an ITF or some, uh, you know, uh, silly season event where they're getting paid, you know, a lot of money. And then before you know it, it's Christmas and then it's New Year's. And here we go. Like the, the season started on the 28th of last year. Right. This season started last yeah, but- year. <laughs> But then, but then what happens? It comes down to the Australian, and, and there's a few players that are already tired or hurt. Right, because they didn't yeah. maybe they didn't train as much in the off season as they should, or you know that that's always interesting to see who hits the ground running in the new year and who takes a while to get you know kind of get going. I, I I have a question. What do what do you think uh, uh, Ash Barty's thinking? Uh, you know, she uh, I know she stepped away from the game, and she has other things on her mind and family and and so forth like that. Do you, do you think that, you know, she looks out and sees that says, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, maybe I should, you know, get through what I'm, I'm going through now. And uh, is there, do you think there might be a comeback in, in, uh, I don't in, know. in her mind? I mean, we always talk, we always say we won or two and, and that'd be great for the game just because what a rivalry that would be, them going back and forth. And I think she was 2-0 against Iga, so it would be, you know, she can beat her, so it would, it would be competitive. But I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see it. I hope she doesn't stay away for too long, you know, where it's one of those things where she stays away for four, you know, four or five years and the game maybe changes a little bit. But if she, you know, takes a year or two off and comes back next year, I I definitely think she could do it. I mean, she's still young. Mm -hmm. I only think she's like 25 or six years old. I don't think she's not that old. So, uh, yeah, I love watching her play, man, her variety and her serve and the way she gets to net and uses her hands and and has four different ways she can beat you is fun. Yeah. But uh, yep. Iga seems to just keep getting better. Like you don't say, like you said earlier, if she gets content, I don't think she'll get content. Like I, you see, well, you see her like working on this and that and trying out right. new stuff. And, and I think she's still, she's still building. Well, yeah, you know, they, uh, the, the line that I always heard is when you think you got, you, you know, the game and you got it under control, you don't, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, you know, so Especially- you know, keeping working and, and going out and trying to improve on uh you know what you're trying to get better at and, and also keeping what you're good at at that level mm-hmm. you know you 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 can't slight that i mean you gotta you gotta work hard on trying to improve but you gotta keep what you're good at at such a level you know so that that doesn't fall behind so it's a uh, you know i that, that you know trying to figure out a way to to stay at the at the pinnacle at the peak of 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 your performance activities over the course of the year for me was 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 a great challenge mm-hmm. i i love that i i loved you know if i ever thought that i i lost a match because i wasn't you know quite in good enough shape at the end or whatever you know i always prided myself on being in the best shape possible but if not i'd work twice as hard until my next tournament 
right. you know, to, to try to get up there and, and, and to get back where I felt satisfied. You know, because there's only one person really you got to please out there. I mean, you got your coaches and you got, you know, all the people that travel with you and everything, all the fans watching you play. There's only one person you walk off of that court that you got to please, and that's yourself. Mm-hmm. If you walk out of there, win or lose, saying, that's the best I can be. I, I, I won that match because that's the best I can be, or I lost that match, but I was still the best I could be. You can, there's no complaint. You just keep going. Right. Well, and the, and that the- was the fun part. The way you played, you had to be like that, though, because you were somebody who was early on uh, planning his own schedule. You know, like you didn't play Australia, you only played Australia twice. And then, you know, you, you only played the, you took time off playing the French, you know, after 74 when they kept you out. And, and you know, you were really, you know, keeping your schedule the way you wanted, not trying to overplay and, and max yourself out. But that means that you always had to be good because you would just parachute in. You know, like you'd come in and all of a sudden play right, right. a tournament like you hadn't played in a few weeks or you didn't play Australia or the, the Australian swing. And then, boom, here I am. I'm ready to play. You know, so you had to, like, keep yourself kind of in this, even though you were away from the quote unquote game, you still had to keep yourself in game shape. Exactly. E- exactly. And and, uh, you, you know, it's interesting with the, you know, with the amount of uh, tournaments that these guys play, uh, you know, is in the feeling would be in, in the mind is. You know, if you start out and you're playing well and you're winning, do you keep pushing and keep going? Or or do you play for your couple of weeks and then you, you you pull back so you don't burn yourself out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and, and lose your feel or, or get a little complacent. Uh, you know, so, you know, that's, that's but that's, you know, these guys have, and, and uh, all the players now, both sides, men and women, they have so many people around them that they should be looking into that. Yeah. And, and understanding that and, and under, because, you know, they're so close to their players. I mean, shit, they, you know, they, they do everything together from, you know, the morning, when they wake up until they go to sleep, they do everything. So if they don't know their player, then you know, something's wrong, yeah. you know, so they, they should know their player and, and know when it's time to push and when it's time to, to lay off a little bit. Yep. Good info. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking to kickstart a keto diet in the new year? Green Chef is making it easier than ever before to stay keto with the brand new limited time Keto Kickoff 2023. Now you can find keto recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus meal bundles at the green market. Keep keto the easy and delicious way. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. In 2023, help yourself to delicious, convenient recipes that support your healthy lifestyle and taste good too. Eat well in the new year without sacrificing taste. Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. We offset 100% of our carbon footprint as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Personally, I love getting the meal boxes from Green Chef. My girlfriend and I tear into them and and have fun looking at all the different recipes, figuring out which ones we want to cook on what day of the week. I love how healthy they are and how they fit into our budget and into our schedules. Go to greenchef.com slash Connors60. And use code Connors60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Connors60. 
Code Connor60 for 60% off and free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Give me a quick answer on predictions for our other sport, golf. What do you think? Do we still have the LIV versus PGA for another year? Does it get more heated? Do we get more events? What's going on? I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in it because, you know, I, I, I love watching golf anyway. But, uh, I, yeah, I think, I think uh, the LIV tour is going to continue on and, you know, keep drawing players. Uh, I think that the, I don't want to call it a feud, but, uh, you know, what goes on between, you know, the PGA and, and the Live Tour uh, is going to get heated up a little bit because, you know, guys aren't afraid to, to speak up. You know, McElroy's speaking up and Tiger Woods is speaking up and, you know, they, they're, they're appreciative of what, uh, you know, the tour has done for them. And, and, and I'm sure all the guys on the Live Tour are also, are, are also uh, very appreciative of that. But, you know, not everybody's in the same mindset. Right. Yeah. You know, not, not everybody wants the same thing, you know, I so, think it was, uh, you know, and, you know so, but I mean, it, it's like it's like anything else in, in life. If you can't sit down and have a conversation about it and, you know, and everybody's pulling out a gun, you know, that's not good. Then, that's not good. No. Well, I think no, uh, but, I think golf would have been on fewer episodes this year if LIV wasn't part of the conversation. Do you, do you agree with that? I mean, LIV yeah, was like yeah, on six I, or seven episodes in a row for us during the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, it certainly has created interest on the outside. Right. You know, from, you know, from amateur golfers and, you know, guys who like being around golf and watching it on TV and, you know, guys like us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who, who really enjoy it, uh, you know, but, but you've got so many young guys coming up on the, on the PGA Tour and, and with the Live Tour, with a lot of the you know, the, the high ranking, uh, great players that have stepped over to that side, it's certainly given a lot of, uh, new young players an opportunity to become famous. Yeah. And, and, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, I love you know, that. I, I like seeing new, new names and new games and, and, uh, you know, new talents out there. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, and we've talked about him, uh, he got hurt towards the end of the year, but Will Zalatoris. Yeah. You know, who was really He's coming, coming on strong, him, coming on strong and then and then got hurt towards the end of the year. So I'm interested to see, you know, what uh, what it's going to be like when he comes back. But, yeah, you know, it's a uh, the 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 rules are different on the live tour, uh, you know, compared to the PGA, of course. You know, I'm sure everybody knows that. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what happens. And, yeah. uh, you know, more golf, the better for me. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Like you said, more golf is better. And then also, like, it's kind of proven to the other players on the PGA Tour that the PGA has more money to pay players. Like, that's kind mm-hmm. of, this is now all of a sudden the PGA's had to, like, has to, like, compete with this other tour. And, like, all of a sudden, boom, what do they do? They have that big event with Tiger and Rory. And then they have more, all this money added to the prize money pool, like this huge jump increase and all that stuff. And it's like, well... If I'm a player on the PGA Tour, I'm not so pissed at LIV because I'm benefiting directly from it. Right. And then us right. as fans, we're having fun because now all of a sudden there's some drama and it's this guy doesn't like that guy and Rory's hating on this guy and Greg Norman at that guy, you know, and it's like, that's like I'm sitting at home eating popcorn. Just like, let's go. Keep this, keep this <laughs> shit, right. keep the drama going, yeah. boys, you know? So yeah, um, I, I mean, I know the rules are different and the, the money yeah. and all that stuff is different, but it's, uh, it's just like more golf, which is more, more content for us to consume as fans. 
Yep. And it keeps us uh, talking about it on our podcast, which is even better. Right. Gives us a topic almost every week. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, hey, listen, listen, we're, we're just getting started on, uh, on our fourth year. We got, uh, we got a lot of things to cover over the course of this year. Yep. It's going to be an entertaining year. We got to have some guests on trying I'm working on that behind the scenes. Uh, anybody out there wants to suggest some guests or hit us up on our Twitter or whatever. So one last topic, the Dolphins lost again. So like yep. the Dolphins are a joke. They're lost five games in a row. Oh, and five in December and January, sticking with the script of us mm. not being able to play in December and January. Warm weather team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> our yep. coach put on a shirt that said, I can't make it. I, I wish it was be colder since he's put that shirt on. Oh, and five bingo, bango, bongo, I think, or oh, and three, whatever it is. Yeah. So be careful what you ask yep. for. And then right out of the playoffs, you think? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of still in the hunt, embarrassingly, but like, I don't even want it almost. Like, it's just what, like, what, we're going to start Teddy Bridgewater in some sacrificial game where we get crushed by like, you know, Cincy or Kansas City on the road? I don't know. I don't think, mm. you, I don't think we deserve it. But the, the story that I want to get your take on is uh, mm-hmm. the Monday night game. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. I this, did. Uh, the Buffalo Bills player, Damar Hamlin. Uh, yeah. he's a safety is a, you know, secondary player, a young player, really good guy from, I think he grew up in Pittsburgh. I saw Mike Tomlin talking about him. He's known him since he's like 12. Um, so right. really good kid, very charitable, had a lot of donation stuff going on, but even before all this and, and now money's pouring in, in his name, um, went uh, just kind of a weird play where I think it was Tyler Boyd caught a ball across the middle and Boyd saw the tackle from Hamlin coming and he just lowered his shoulder like you would to kind of like initiate the hit instead of get hit. You know what I mean? Like you're taught to like hit them before they hit you. Right. And he like drives his shoulder right into Hamlin's chest, you know, and like, it doesn't look like a big hit. It just, but then when you, he, so he pops up and he almost looks like he's okay. And then he kind of like staggers a little bit and then falls flat on his back. I'm sure everyone's seen it. It's it's scary. It's kind of a, it's kind of sickening clip, but yeah, when you rewind it back, he gets hit right in his chest with the shoulder from Boyd, I think. And, um, and then, you know, I guess his heart stopped on the field. They had to administer CPR and, and get his heart back going. He was rushed to intensive care to the local Cincinnati hospital. And he's still there right now. Um, this, I mean, this, this we come out in a couple of days. I don't know. He might be out by the time this comes out, but what do you, what's your take on when you see something like that and like how it puts sports and, and life into, into a different perspective? Well, I mean, you, you know, you turn on the TV and isn't that what uh, all the spectators want to see? Mm-hmm. You, you know, to the two teams going at it and, and doing all that. But they just it just goes to, to show that, you know, just how dangerous and, and, you know, how devastating, you know, somebody running at, uh, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour, whatever they whatever they're going at in, in a collision, mm-hmm. you know, that can happen, uh, you know, but it, it's been talked about over the last number of years about, you know, what happens to the brain, uh, you know, when, when they have concussions and, yeah. you know, when they hit the turf and so forth, you know, CTE. And, you know, this, this, this opens a whole new bag of worms, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you know, you know, that, the, that if you hit somebody in the chest and their heart and, you know, can the heart take that and, you know, and, and, you know, how much pressure is, you know, was that hit? And, Oh, I mean, just, you know, you know, we almost look at these guys uh, you know, these athletes that, you know, in, in, in all sports, you know, like, like, you know, it's, they're the cream of the crop. Yeah. Let's, let, let, let's, I mean, that's, that's why they have the job because they are that good and, and, you know, they're that big and they're that strong. You know, we almost, 
put them in, you know, superhuman uh, categories, yeah. you know, like, oh, shit, look how, you know, he's so big, he's so this, he's so strong, you know, nothing can ever happen to him, you yeah. know, and then, and then you see something like that, and it just, you know, I mean, you see the reaction to the players on the field, and, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, you know, to, to sit, be sitting in front of the TV and see that, you know, your, your jaw drops, yeah. you know, and, and, and you just, you, you know, you, you know, what's the reaction? I mean, the, the scary thing is, I mean, everyone like huddled and, and they didn't know what to do if they should cancel the game or start playing again. They eventually postponed or I don't know if they're going to make the game up. It's, it's hard to do in the NFL. There's no time because the playoffs start and you're a one, one game a week. So you can't play like the next day. And it's uh, it's scary, but like when you actually look at like pads, a lot of these guys wear like when they take off their jerseys and the pads, like there's not that much padding like over your like chest, like you know it's all it's like heavy shoulder pads, and then you're supposed to kind of right. like use your shoulder to hit and initiate the hit with that shoulder so that the pad is absorbing, I guess, most of the pressure and 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 that kind of stuff. But I don't know, man. That was scary because like yeah, it it's scary. just one of those things where it might be a fluky thing. Could be like a one in a billion kind of thing because you've never seen anything. I mean, they've been playing football mm. for years and supposedly the pads and helmet stuff's getting better. So you think if it would have happened, it would have happened years ago instead of now. But I don't know, man. Just prayers out to him and his family and, and it makes you realize that football is just this. I mean, listen to this. I'm in my fantasy football finals with my buddy Mitch, right? We talked about last week. My mm -hmm. team's done. His team has Joe Burrow. He needs 25 oh. points to beat me. And so I'm not watching the game, and all of a sudden everyone's texting me, can you believe this shit? Wow, this is un you know crazy, all this stuff. And so I turn it on. And so the game has ended. Like the our fantasy, so yeah. I, I won, quote unquote, like it says on the app, but we don't know what to do. Or like, do we let Burrow's points from next week count? Do we make it a two-week playoff, you know, and then combine the scores? Do we just say that we're co-champions, you know, because it's like, it's thrown a wrench into that. And then like, when you realize, right. like, when you're thinking about it, you're like, who gives a shit? It's this poor guy's life, you know, this is like right. family and, and all this stuff. It makes the sport seem like so nothing, you know, when you really well, think about it. Well, but you also see how big a business it is too with, uh, you know, with all, with, with the, the amount of betting. Right. Yeah. You, you know, that goes on around it with all, you know, all the, the, the gambling sites and, you know, what, what about all the, the, the local betting going in, you know, all the, right. you know, the casinos and, you know, going and sitting and watching the game in there, if you're in Las Vegas or, or, or wherever you are, mm -hmm. you know, so, well, just, you know, you, you bring up a good point there. Yeah. But just to, th I mean, like, just to think that they had to like, think about it for a while. Like what you were going to mm. like tell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like you were going to tell the bills to like get back out there when they just essentially saw their teammate die and get brought back to life, like in front of their yeah. fucking eyes. And you're like, Hey man, get back out there and run a, a spring, right, left, two, three blocker or whatever the hell the place called, you know, like, right. <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah. nah, man, I'm not, I'm not committed. I'm not into it. Yeah. But they, but it, but it looked to me like they, right away they knew what something dramatic had really happened, mm -hmm. you know, by the look on their face, right? And, right. and and a lot of the players and and how they they kind of huddled around, and, you know, which was kind of smart to keep a lot of the cameras and everything else away from it. Yeah, you know, but but uh, but you're right. I mean, I you know I've listened and and I've read a lot about uh, about that young man and and. Uh, you know, his, uh, you know, what he does, his life, his, you know, his family, his, his, uh, his foundation and everything. And, I, you know, I saw, you know, a lot of donations go into his foundation and, you know, it just goes to show, you know, the impact, 
you know that that he has had on on uh, on his community and, and on people mm-hmm. and and uh you know hopefully you know every, everything that he's going through i mean you know but you can you can say prayers and and uh you know are you know we're thinking about you but you know just keep fighting and and uh you know you got a lot of people are for you no matter what and and uh you know come out of this yeah definitely praying for demar hamlin his family and the whole bills community uh, I'm a Dolphin fan, but that doesn't matter at a time like this. So hoping he gets out of there safe and, and back back home with everyone he loves. So let's move on to one more topic before we wrap up. I got to get ready. I'm going in to start my 2024 year at Tennis Channel, rocking the Aussie Swing. Got some matches tonight on T2 if you want to tune in. Obviously, this will come out on Friday, but I'm also working Friday, so this still plays. Talk to me about your boy SBF, just real quick. I know you got a little update on him. You're You're impressed with him. Tell me about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm impressed with him or not, but uh, you know what the hell, you know he he uh, he goes in and and he he enters a plea of not guilty, right. and, and I just uh, I, I just kind of wonder, you know, if if uh, if he's if he's not guilty, who is? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, he's is his, uh, you know, it's his company and Alameda that you know that uh, you know funds have been ah. Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, like I said, it's a, yeah, that that's above my pay grade, but you know, the amount of people and that, you know, you know, have been hurt by that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about the amount of money, $8 billion, you know, I mean, that's, ooh, I mean, you know, how many zeros is that? That's a lot. <laughs> it's I a think, lot of zeros. I think the, you know, the but, thing that I think of is that, okay, that money disappeared, right? It got stolen. Where did it go? Yeah. It ended up in new homes. That money's got new homes and the people who are the homes aren't going to be mad at it. And so it seems like, you know, he's a lot of that money's found its way to people who might make decisions on things in life. Like, isn't there something about the the judge having to recuse herself or something? Yeah. Uh, well, that's right. The, the first judge that he went up in front of uh, had to recuse herself. Her, her name was Ronnie Abrams. And she rec- uh, recused herself on the grounds that her husband's law firm had represented FTX. Mm. So, wow. What are the I odds? Mean, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you, you said the line, what was the line you say about George, Car- oh, uh, George Carlin said? The goat, George Carlin said, it's a big club and you and I ain't in the club. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't in it. In it. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, but I guess you know we're we're learning more about it. Uh, you know, reading it in the paper and hearing it on the news, and uh, yeah, I, I guess think, uh, you know more and more is going to come out about that and a lot of things. So I think we're learning the, the. I think we are learning who is in the club by by just uh, watching, right? Yeah, you can see. Right. But I think you know. I don't know. I mean, you said it. His his ex girlfriend and his the. Um, Ex-CEO also of FTX have pleaded guilty and they're going to testify against him. He must know all that. I guess he must have to plead not guilty just to give himself some sort of, you know, bargaining chip, quote unquote, so Mm. he could then plea out or some shit like that. But like, man, it's going to be a circus. So I saw somebody say it's going to be the 2024 or 2023 is going to be the year of the investigation. They're going to be investigating this and that and the COVID response and the SFTX Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's just going to be a lot of courtroom shit. Boy. So, boy, oh boy. what a well, time to I, be alive! I, I, I know you've uh, you've got a job to do, bud, and, yep. and it's as always it's uh, fun to be on the podcast with you. And what and, do you got uh, going you stay, today? 
It's raining well, up there. What are you mom doing? You hanging? You get Stevie in? Yeah, I've been hanging. I've been busy this morning and uh, trying to get back into it. I've had, uh, you know, three or four months off and trying to trying to get back into my normal routine here. So I've been busy this morning and, and now talking with you, I still have not gotten my bike ride in. So mm-hmm. e- even though it's, uh, it's raining, I'm going to go get my hour bike ride in and try to uh, get a little exercise and then come home and uh, you know, kind of lay around a little bit. It's chilly with the rain. I want to put the fireplace on in the den and, and, uh, and enjoy the rest of the afternoon. I know you're going into work. I hated to say that, but, uh, but, uh, that's going to be my day. That sounds like a cozy fun time. I'm going to go watch, uh, watch some down under tennis with my buddies at tennis channel. And that doesn't sound so bad either. Well, one, one other thing before we go, I, I heard and read that, uh, that our, our friend uh, and super legend uh, Martina Navratilova is going through a tough time uh, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, with uh, breast cancer and and I think throat cancer and and just a, a shout out to her that uh, we're thinking about her and praying for her that uh, you know everything comes out okay and and uh, that she's back and healthy and listen there's there's uh, if any if anybody's going to be fighting for it uh, she is and uh, because of uh, you know her reputation on the court is just the same as her reputation in life and. She's a fighter and, uh, and uh, we're thinking about you, Martina. Definitely. Love Martina. She's my co-worker at Tennis Channel for years now. She is my favorite announcer to listen to in tennis. The fact that she's so blunt and just speaks her mind and has the credentials to back it up with, you know, trillions of slams to her name. <laughs> I, right. I, I, love, uh, I love listening to her and uh, I'm praying for her. I hope she's doing good. And I know she'll pull through this because she's super strong. Good talking with you, son, as always. Yep. You can you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Jimmy Connors. Yep. You can follow us at ADV Connors, me, Brett underscore Connors, uh, at Gold Dude Isabella on Instagram. She had a pretty good week. She's getting, getting a little knotted, though. She needs a haircut. We're getting her a haircut this week, so uh, stay tuned. We'll put up a picture of the haircut this weekend. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Well, but sh- also, uh, to our listeners, uh, send in some questions. Uh, yeah, we'll love get- to answer your questions. It's a new year, so... Uh, Uh, Let us know what's on your mind. Yeah, we'll get into some questions next week. Maybe do a little AO preview with some odds. Share this with a friend. Leave us a review. Check us out on our new, not new now, we've been this our second year with Cloud10 and iHeart Podcast, but Mm -hmm. still share us with some buddies and spread the word. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.